Hey there, what's happening? This is Regine Corona, and I am your host for Activate Purpose, where we talk about all things related to living a life on purpose. And this week, y'all, it is going to be a hot episode. We are going to talk about fear and how it stops us from accomplishing our goals and dreams. And I'm going to give you a five-step process to help you deal with your fears so that you can move past them, take action, and go after those goals and dreams that you've been thinking about. All right, I'm going to run the intro and I'll be right back. Hey friend, welcome to Activate Purpose, Living a Life on Purpose with me, your host, Regine Corona. I'm a wife, a mom, a business coach, and an author, and I'm living my life on purpose. Join me each week as I talk about the journey of leaving a nine to five job to fulfill my purpose in life and the marketplace. I'll share the ups and downs, the struggles and rewards, insights on social entrepreneurship, overcoming mindset obstacles, and what it takes to map out a plan for your own purpose-driven life and business so that you can help others, you can feel fulfilled, and you can make money in the process, and you get to live your best life ever. I want to help you multiply your impact and activate your purpose. So let's talk all things purpose. So in this episode, we're talking about fear and how taking action, especially if you can take massive action, can really help you to overcome the fears that get in the way of achieving your goals and your dreams. I want to start off with a quote from Nelson Mandela. It says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. Now, for a lot of us, that means reprogramming our brains to look at fear differently. Fear starts in the brain and then it becomes a very real physical experience in our bodies. You know what I mean. I'm sure you have experienced at one point or another in your life where you were afraid of something, you were apprehensive about it. And the first thing that you maybe felt were sweaty palms. Maybe you got that feeling of knots in your stomach or that queasy feeling in your stomach. You might have even felt your heart racing. Well, these are physical manifestations of what is going on in the brain. And there's this little part of the brain that's called the amygdala. And that is what actually causes us to experience fear. Now, it is the amygdala's role to basically warn you that there's something that's going to harm you. It's intended to keep you safe and let us know that something's happening that's not good for us. This is our built-in protection mechanism. And when it's doing its job, it actually causes the body to release chemicals and to go through a number of other things that, needless to say, just triggers a physical reaction. And that's why we feel so uncomfortable when we are afraid of something. And it's really important to recognize that Fear is there to save us in the event that there is a real and present danger. But here's the thing. It isn't necessary 
when what we fear is actually just a negative expectation of something that is really not a clear and present danger. We perceive it that way, but it's not truly a real and present danger. So fear is often described as false evidence appearing real because in many cases the fear is unwarranted. This is especially true when we're talking about like doing something outside of our comfort zone, like public speaking or starting a business or writing a book. Those things that are attached to our goals and dreams. And in these cases, you'll need to reprogram your brain to change your approach to fear and how you perceive fear and what causes you to look at something from a from a perspective of fear. So here's the thing. The fear is probably never, ever going to go away. For many of us, fear doesn't go away. We just simply learn how to live with it. And that's what we're talking about today is learning techniques to help you deal with the fear, but not just deal with the fear, be able to move through it and past it so that you can get on the other side of it. And when you get on the other side of it, you actually gain confidence and you realize, oh, wait, that wasn't something for me to be fearful of. I'm actually still, I'm still alive. I'm still fine. There's nothing that happened to me as a result of Uh, what I did. There's nothing negative that happened. All of those things that I anticipated were in my mind and not a real true reason to be fearful. I want to be very clear that what we're talking about is fear that is connected to accomplishing goals and dreams and the type of fear that prevents us from doing that. I I want to fully acknowledge that there are things that happen in life that absolutely require us to be fearful. And as I mentioned before, that's there to protect us. So those kinds of situations, that's not what we're talking about. We are really talking about those things that you want to accomplish in life and you've allowed fear and doubt and all of the other things attached to fear to get in the way. And in the last episode, if you haven't heard it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. But in the last episode, we talked about self-sabotage. Again, the things that we do that prevent us or become barriers between us and our goals and our dreams. And this is all about learning how to live your life on purpose, learning how to be purposeful in the things that you do in both your life and your profession. And often those things that are going to be purpose-driven, those things that we really want to do in life, they're the things that are our goals and our dreams, but we get stuck in. We're we're stumbling over. We don't know what to do next. We don't know how to do something. We're afraid that we're not good enough or that we don't have everything that we need in order to execute on it. 
These are the things that we're talking about. And fear is one of those components of self-sabotage that gets in the way of us successfully accomplishing those goals and dreams that we have. And you'll find if you go out and talk to other people, a lot of people who have successfully reached their goals in life and their dreams, they will tell you often that they still have fears. Fear was something that they learned to live with. And then they began to learn how to use the fear as fuel. You know, it's really interesting because fear and excitement generate similar physical results. So telling yourself that fear is simply like excitement is one way that you can reprogram your brain and allow you to look at fear from a different perspective. Once you move past your fear and successfully accomplish a goal or a milestone, so first of all, that's an amazing feeling, right? You you move through the fear, you get on the other side of it, you realize, oh my gosh, that did not kill me. It didn't take me out. I'm still here. And as a matter of fact, not only am I still here, I'm stronger for it. I learned from it and I've got momentum. I'm ready to keep going. I'm ready to do more because I've now got confidence. So that's the other thing that happens when you take action and you move past and through your fear and you it successfully accomplish that goal or that milestone. It gives you this amazing confidence so that you can keep going. And all of a sudden, now your brain realizes that the fear was something that was perceived and not actually real. So taking action becomes the key component to conquering the fear. So the next thing that I want to talk about and share with you is a five-step fear conquering system. Now, last year, I was super excited to be the co-author of a book with a very good friend and colleague of mine by the name of Dr. Natalie Phillips. And we wrote a book called Act Now, A Simple Guide to Take Action on Your Greatest Goals and Dreams. And the book came as a result of us through friendship and, and knowing one another in the past several years and holding each other accountable to the things that we wanted to accomplish. And I encourage you go grab a copy of the book. It'll give the backstory behind everything. But in the book, one of the things that we provide as a tool is this five-step fear conquering system. And I want to go through that real quick. If you want to check out the book, you can go find it on Amazon. It's called Act Now, A Simple Guide to Take Action on Your Greatest Goals and Dreams. You can also go to actnowguide.com and pick up a free digital copy of the first chapter. And then you can also go and uh, the link is on the page to go order it on Amazon as well. All right, let's get into the five-step fear conquering system. The very first step is to define the problem. So fear is usually an indicator or a warning that something else is going on. And in order to deal with the fear, you have to 
dive deeper into what is causing the fear. What is the actual problem, right? And in order to do that, the best thing to do is really write it out and define what it is. So I guess what I'm saying is conquering your fear starts with being able to call out what that fear is. What is it that scares you? Once you've nailed down what the fear is, then and only then can you start to tackle the problem and take the power away from the fear. Now, I want to talk about this idea of the fear holding your power. If you think about it, you are allowing fear to control what you do in your life. You're allowing fear to have the power over your goals and your dreams. You've relinquished the power. So you can't accomplish those goals and dreams if something or someone else is holding the power. You have to take back the power in order to make those dreams and goals a reality. So the first step is defining the problem. Let's say that you're afraid of public speaking. Well, first of all, if you're afraid of public speaking, you're not alone because there is a a study that has been repeated frequently that says people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of dying. That to me is absolutely crazy, but it is what it is. So public speaking is one of the most common fears that people have. Well, when you look at public speaking, what is it about public speaking that actually scares you? Is it that there's the possibility that you're going to be judged or criticized or laughed at? Is it the possibility that you don't feel like you're versed enough or knowledgeable enough in a subject or the subject that you're going to talk about in order to articulate it well? Do you feel like you have a speech impediment and you're concerned about that? These are the actual problems. These are the things that you're actually afraid of. So it's not public speaking that you're afraid of. It's these other things. And taking the time to go through and assess that and understand what are the actual problems that you're Uh, that are causing you to not take action is really critical to being able to overcome that. You can't deal with what you don't know. You can't address what you haven't yet defined. So defining the fears, what scares you, is the first step of conquering fear. The second step is acknowledging the fear. So once you've actually defined what it is that you're afraid of, then the next step is to actually give it some space to exist. Give it room to exist. Don't try to pretend like it doesn't exist. You know, you have people that'll tell you, oh, just tell yourself that you're not afraid. Just pretend like you're doing something else or whatever. I don't know. It's. I understand the the motives behind that, but you have to acknowledge that the fear exists. You can't just sweep it away. It needs to have some room to to stand on its own, to exist, so that you can then work to get rid of it. 
but you can't just pretend like it's not there because you're not truly dealing with the problem if you pretend that it's not there. So you have to give acknowledgement to the fear. Step number three, which I think is one of the most critical pieces is make a plan. A lot of times we feel fear because we don't have control over something. We don't know how we're going to handle something and we don't feel prepared. So therefore we feel fear. But when you have a plan, even if you have to deviate from that plan a little bit, even if the plan doesn't work out exactly like you anticipated, at least having a plan and working out the steps will help you to move through the fear. It's not going to completely remove the fear, right? But it will put you a little bit more at ease. So when you use the example of speaking in public or public speaking, what was one of the things that we said? Okay, people might feel like they're going to be criticized. And so therefore they're afraid of going out and speaking in front of uh, an audience of people. Well, if you feel like you're going to be criticized, look at what are the, the things that will help you to reduce the chances of that, but also look at people are always going to have opinions and there are always going to be people who disagree with you, who don't like your style, who don't like your delivery. They will criticize you. That's just a reality. So if you can tell yourself, I am going to show up with excellence. I'm going to know my topic. I'm going to have a system for delivery, whatever that system is. Then If someone decides to criticize me, basically that's their problem. It's not my problem because I've shown up in excellence and I've done my best and I try to give my delivery in excellence and of quality and value, uh, the the basis for a plan. Um, Another example would be whether you know the topic well enough or not. If you don't feel like you know the topic well enough to articulate it or to speak about it comfortably, that's okay. Your plan then would include researching the topic, spending two, three, four weeks with it, getting to know it very well, outlining my my speech or my presentation, looking at how I can evoke emotion in the audience so that I can grab the audience and bring them along with me. These are all steps things that you can do to take action, to move you closer. And it's part of a plan that will help to set you at ease. Again, it's not going to take the fear away. It's not going to remove the feelings of fear, but it arms you with more of what you need to successfully execute. Okay. That's number three. The fourth step is, you know what? Say it out loud. Start verbally saying what the fear is and then or and then reframing the fear or uh, rephrasing the fear so that you are putting it in a positive light where you're not giving into the fear you're saying if public speaking is the example we'll continue to use that example instead of saying i'm afraid of going out and and speaking in front of a group of people you can say 
I don't feel comfortable yet going out to speak in front of a group of people. However, I have a plan and I know that my plan is going to help me better prepare and therefore I'm no longer going to give in to the fear of not speaking in front of audiences. I hope that makes sense. It's just verbalizing it, putting it out there verbally, um, you know, just speaking it out loud and recognizing that there is now a plan that you have. And so you're no longer going to give in to the fear. And then the fifth step is accept the fear and move through it. Just simply accept that this is fear that you have and you're going to move through the fear. You're not going to let it stop you. You're going to live with the fear. So learn to tell yourself, yes, I feel fear, but I have a goal that I want to accomplish and I need to get on the other side of my fear in order to accomplish it, which means I've got to bust right through the fear and do that thing that I want to do so that I can say I've now successfully accomplished it. And like I mentioned before, once you take action and you actually do it, And then you get on the other side of it, you realize, oh my gosh, not only was I able to do this, but it gave me amazing confidence and I'm ready to go out and do it again. You look at podcasting. Hey, I am not perfect with podcasting. Well, perfection, I'm not even going to say I'm not perfect because perfection doesn't exist, but I'm not the greatest at podcasting. I have a message in my spirit that I want to share for your growth. Even for my growth, every time I share in a podcast, I learn something. I get something out of the message. So it's it's meant to deliver a message of value and to help some folks out there that are struggling with some things that I have struggled with at some point in my life and I've managed to move past. And I'm helping to give the tools and the resources and the information so that you can move past it and so that you can execute on it. I'm not trying to be the best podcaster out there. I'm not trying to do all of these things. If I get caught up in that, then I'm not going to consistently create podcasts. And to be honest, I did get caught up in that for a minute and I wasn't delivering podcasts. Not until I felt like, you know what, I really sounding, having the best sound, having the best edits. I know it makes for amazing podcasts, but at the end of the day, people want to feel like they can authentically connect with someone on the other side of that podcast. And I am a connector and I am authentic. And I want you to feel like I'm not way, way, way ahead of you, that I am someone who has lived through these things that I talk about. And I might even still be living through some of them. And I'm, I'm opening up and sharing those things with you. I say all of this to say that We need to get out of our heads and stop spending all of this time worrying about how people are going to perceive us, how we're going to be judged and criticized and all of these different things. I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to do a podcast. All of these things are just barriers and excuses that stop us in our tracks and we don't take action. And when we don't take action, we don't have forward movement. 
on our goals and our dreams. And they inevitably don't get done. And we sit and we, we wonder why other people are lights light years ahead of us when we have the same information. I'm wondering if any of you that are listening are uh, people who have listened to podcasts or read books or looked at businesses. And at some point in your life, you said, I really want to do that. And I, I know I have the knowledge to do it, but I'm just, I, I'm, I'm not sure I can. I feel afraid. This episode is intended to help you move past that. I want to see you live your life on purpose and in purpose. And if you have a dream inside of you, chances are that is connected to your purpose. So don't let fear rob you of your purpose and take the power away from you. Take the power back from fear. Take control and start walking out the things that you want to do by following these five steps that I've given you. They will help you to conquer and overcome the fear so that you can take the power back and you can go operate in your genius zone. Be your best you and live your life on purpose. All right, that's it, you guys. That's all I've got. I'm dropping the mic. I've laid it all out for you. If you really enjoyed this and you want to dive deeper, I do encourage you to go out and grab a copy of the book. I think you'll really, really enjoy it. And it will help you take action on your goals and your dreams now, not tomorrow, not next year, not five years from now, because I'm going to leave you with this. We are not promised another day. We've seen so many things happen over the last couple of years and so many people have lost their lives and we never ever would have expected to see what we saw after the pandemic. And it was just a wake up call for me and it should have been a wake up call for you. Life is not guaranteed. And if you are a person of any kind of faith, I'm a person of faith. You've may have heard me talk about being a Christian before, but if you are a person of any kind of faith or belief in a higher power, then chances are you believe that you are here for a purpose, that your life was created for a purpose. And I encourage you to start living out that purpose. Don't take things for granted because the worst thing that you could do is not begin to live out your purpose and life ends and you go to the grave holding on to that purpose that you were meant to release into the world. The grave is full of a lot of treasures, y'all. And that treasure or those treasures are because people were afraid and they let fear hold on to the power and they let fear control their ability to execute on their goals and dreams. I don't want that to be you. All right. I'm sending you lots of love, lots of prayers. Go out and start living your life on purpose. Define what those goals and dreams are. 
set up a plan of action, even if it's baby steps. I want to hear what you're doing. I want to be able to support you. I'd love for you to reach out at contact at advancetheseed.org. Shoot me a message and just let me know um, what you, what action step you took this week to move closer to your goals and dreams. All right. Take care, y'all. I'll catch you on the next episode.